Hi, this is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of your Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today we'll be talking with Daniela Police and Barb Shapley about libraries in the 21st century, right after these important messages, so stay tuned. I promise I will. What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host, Sarah O'Connell, is away this week, but I have the pleasure and the delight of my producer, Miss Kathy Kruger, on the mic. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. And we have two wonderful uh, people with us today, Daniela Police and Barbara Shapley of uh, the one of the local libraries are going to tell us all about it. But first, let's say hi to Barb. Good morning, Barb. Hi, Jonah. And good morning, Daniela. Hello. So, what library are you folks associated with, Daniela? We're the Pleasant Valley Library. We're located in Pleasant Valley. It's about five miles away from Poughkeepsie. And are you guys pleasant? Um, yes, we can be. It <laughs> <laughs> really depends on the situation, Jonah. And uh, what, what uh, part of the library world do you take place in? Well, we're a small public library. Uh, Pleasant Valley is a town. It's got about 10,000 people in it, and we're very, very active. We have the fifth or sixth highest circulation of any library in the county, uh, despite our budget being only 13th in the county out of the 21 public libraries in your county. Small but mighty, in other words. Yes. It's just you, uh, like our Rotary Club. That's right. <laughs> and uh, you're the librarian, are you? Yes, I am. And Barb uh, Shapley, uh, uh, what is your role in the uh, Pleasant Valley Library? I'm the president of the Friends. The Friends are an organization organization that uh, do some fundraising and promote the library in various ways. So you're the fundraising arm of the library? Yes. All right. And from what I've just heard from your librarian, you must do a very good job because you've got a very active library that's well known throughout the county. Uh, we do. We made for the library about $20,000 last year. Oh, in addition tremendous. to the, the regular budget, we give the library things that they need that cannot be included in the regular budget. Now, you're from Pleasant Valley, as yes. is my producer, so I guess you ladies know each other? Yes. Yes. All right. They're and, wonderful. Uh, They're wonderful. Does, the Rotary, does your Rotary Club, uh, Kathy, support the library? We try, yes. With our small budget, we try to help them a little bit financially, and if they need some muscle work, we try to help them in that way, too. <laughs> Very good. Well, let's talk about libraries in the 21st century uh, with our guest, uh, Daniela Police uh, of the uh, Pleasant Valley Library. Uh, you know, all the kids have their nose buried in the various digital things, their phones, their iPods, their iPads, their i-everythings. Um, is there still a need for the good old-fashioned library where you go and pick a book out and come back in two weeks after you've read it? Um, it's funny that you pick this topic because I happen to be very, very passionate actually about this. Um, the very idea, are libraries still relevant? As if at some point they were not. Um, circulation has only continued to increase nationwide. Once ebooks came, uh, libraries started circulating them as well. I always say, who are these chumps downloading books that they have to pay for <laughs> right. when they could have a free library card and be downloading these books for free? Well, for old geezers like me who like hate electronic devices, explain what is an ebook? book. 
Well, an ebook is basically the digital version of a print book. It's the same book, not as well edited, uh, but uh, you can basically, instead of picking up the book and paging through it, you would kind of swipe through it. Um, and I think it's interesting that you picked uh, this topic uh, this month, because in the Rotarian magazine this month, there was uh, an article in praise of the public library. And it was basically talking about how every town needs a public library, and it's sad without one. And it seems to be a public service that isn't declining. It's actually, its usage is increasing. There's no more public space anymore. There's no more community space. There are some towns where the library is the only place you can go uh, other than Dunkin Donuts and McDonald's where you might meet another member of the community. So the idea that technology has somehow removed or reduced the library, it has actually caused an increase of library usage. Well, another thing, of course, is, uh, you know, we've been through some hard economic times since 2008. And a lot of people, rather than uh, going to the local bookstores or the big chain bookstores to buy a book for 30 or $35, say, well, gee, I can get it for free at the library. Have you seen a lot, of, uh, a lot more people coming to the library because of that? What we noticed, sorry, was an increase in library usage, particularly in the crisis years. From 2007 to 2010, library usage peaked in a way that it had never peaked before. We were circulating about 120, 125,000 items a year prior to those bad years, and we jumped up to 150, 160,000 items just in the hard years alone. And now we're finding as the economy improves, your local library is a good canary in the coal mine for how the economy is actually going. Going because I noticed uh, about two or three years ago, the circulation would go down uh, back to pre-economic uh, downturn levels uh, as needs for programming were increasing. So what we found is people rediscovered their library when economic times were bad because right. they needed to. And then they stayed uh, after the economy started to improve a little bit, but not for the same reasons. They still kept coming, but not to check out the book or the DVD, but in to meet their neighbors, to use the community space, to come to library programs. We had a beekeeping program last night with 40 people that came. And our meeting room only holds 30. So, I mean, <laughs> there were people spilling out into the hallway because they wanted to you know, start doing their own bee thing. I mean, the programs that we offer that touch our public, I have, I've, I'm always grateful to our programmer because well, I you, could not guess it. Well, you know, Danielle, police of the uh, Pleasant Valley Library, we're talking about the economics, which brings, of course, in our friend Barb Shapley, who is the uh, head of the Friends of the Library or with the Friends of the Library, that your fundraising arm. So here you have, as Daniela tells us, a very substantial increase in people who want to use the library. And let's face it, there's no free lunch. You know, you've got to support the library financially with all these extra people. But at the same time, it's during bad economic times when perhaps tax bases dry up and grants dry up. So what did the Friends of the Library do to support the library in these uh, times when more and more people are coming out? We run lots of fundraisers. We have Usually every year we have a huge book sale, 20,000 books. Um, we, we take over the town hall, which is right on Route 44, and we have a big uh, sale coming up April 10th through 12th. Last year, we did two book sales because we were getting so many uh, donations of books that we had two. And from those sales, we raised, uh, you know, four to $5,000 each. That's terrific. So tell us about the book sales coming up, where, when, how, what um, time? It's at the, at the Pleasant Valley Town Hall. It is Friday, April 10th through uh, Sunday, April 12th. On Friday, there is a charge to get in, but on 
each each day the the prices of the books go down. The books are a dollar a piece, five for a dollar on Saturday, and on Sunday we have a bag sale, and then there's a whole hour at the end where the books are free. Come in uh, and just timing take is them. everything. Yes. yes, but if you wait till Sunday when if the bags are free, you may not want to get the books you can want. That's correct. That's so come early. Come early and take lots of books. And Kathy Kruger of Pleasant Valley, will you be there? Yes, I will be there. Also, uh, folks at home who want to know what Kathy looks like. Go to the book sale. No, that's Go no to the treat. book sale. And the person running around doing 12 jobs at once will be our producer, Kathy Kruger. And the book sale again, Barb Shapley, is when? April 10th through 12th. And where? At the Pleasant Valley Town Hall, right on Route 44 in Pleasant Valley. And if people in the Pleasant Valley uh, area want to help support the library and join the Friends, how do they go about doing that? And what kind of volunteer jobs do you have? Well, we use volunteers for everything. Many of the... Uh, the tasks in the library are run by volunteers, but we need people to sort books, carry books, um, carry books up from the um, the basement to the the sale. We also run a mahjong tournament. We several bake sales, a yard sale, and we uh, get lots of people to help with those. Are you yourself a champion mahjong player? My mother was. I am not a champion, but I do play. My mother was a champion <laughs> mahjong player. Well, we, we also in Pleasant Valley have a learning group on Thursday mornings at the town hall. Terrific. If anyone's interested in learning how to play mahjong. Our guests on Radio Rotary from the Pleasant Valley Library, Librarian Daniela Police and Barb Shapley of the Friends of the Library. We're talking about libraries in the 21st century and the great stuff that happens out in the Pleasant Valley Library. So, Daniela, what got you interested in becoming a librarian? Um, I actually grew up uh, in the South Bronx, and pretty much the only place you could go that would be safe after school as a latchkey kid was your public library. And so that's where I would go. School would let out. I would go to the library, and uh, when my parents uh, were done with work, they would come and get me. But by then, I had read everything, and I just kept begging the librarian, you know, as soon as I turned 14 and I could get my working papers, to please, please let me work there. I already knew where all the books were anyway. Wouldn't they let me put them back? Fantastic. Uh, and they did. And, you know, 20 years later, uh, here I am. And, and you have a degree in library yes, science? Yes, in order to become a librarian, you need a master's degree in library science. They used to call it an MLS, master's in library science, and now with the digital age, it's instead called an uh, information degree. Uh, oh, ho, ho. Because it's really about information, whether it's print or digital, electronic, microfiche, as someone mentioned prior. Uh, it's really more about information and access to it and getting your community to be a learned one. That's really the goal of a public library. And what are the hours of the uh, Pleasant Valley Library? You invite people in who may be from the area? Who, oh, uh, yes. Um, we are open one of the best uh, hours in all of Dutchess County. We're open until 8.30 every night, except Fridays we close at 6 and Saturdays at 4. And we're open at 10 a.m. And are you kind of librarian at Shish's people? Oh, God, no. In fact, <laughs> probably if I had to tell you the number one complaint we get at our library, this place is so loud. <laughs> people who come thinking it's like old school library. <laughs> libraries are not like that anymore. Libraries are places where people live, where they function, where they meet their community members, you know, where there are kids super excited because they just found this book that they wanted and everyone's just talking. And in fact, one of the we're going into uh, the idea of renovating the space pretty soon and one of the biggest things we need is community space we've got the room for the books we've got it's the people that we need to give space to so yeah sounds like a high energy place it i can't really imagine is. who who leads that 
Yes, we have a very high energy director. (laughs) You know, we're going to find out more about the great things happening at the Pleasant Valley Library from our two terrific guests, Daniela Police and Bob Shapley, in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell's away, but I have the pleasure of Pleasant Valley's Queen of Rotary, Miss Kathy Krugar, producer with us here on the mic, with our special guests, Daniela Police and Bob Shapley of the Pleasant Valley Library. And who keeps us literate? by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week, Miss Kathy. Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500 and by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit us at salisburybank.com and by the Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, and Poughkeepsie, Arlington. Did you say Pleasant Valley? I said Pleasant Valley. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Thanks, Jonah. Righto. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess County, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Check us out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser. I'm joined at the microphone with our producer, Kathy Kruger. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jonah. Uh, my regular co-host, Sarah O'Connell, is away this week, but we have in the studio two terrifically dedicated uh, people from the Pleasant Valley Library, the librarian, Daniela Police. Hello again, Daniela. Hello. And Bob Shapley of the Friends of the Library. So, Danielle, here's an important question. Did you go to library school with anyone named Marion? No, no, I did not. (laughs) Marion. 
Madam Library. I, I, I have been in musical theaters, people who regularly listen to the show know. And uh, Barb Shapley's with the Friends of the Library. Barb, uh, what are some of the things that, uh, with your outstanding fundraising, you've been able to purchase for the library? We do. We buy all the interesting things. We, uh, we have a family pass for the Children's Museum. I think we have two now. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the Children's Museum on ch- Hudson. In, right yeah. on and in Poughkeepsie, and you can come in and borrow mm-hmm. it for a week or a day. We've had them on Radio Rotary. Great people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We um, have public performance rights so that we can show movies at night. We've had a movie of the month for families to come in and watch movies. Great. Um, we sponsor a lot of the children's programs and the speakers. The uh, the dog, the guy with the dog. Molly. <laughs> Molly. 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 Yes. Uh, we bought signs for the library so that everybody can tell what section is what. They're, they're very clear now and, and nicely done. Uh, we bought computers, new computers, and also computers for the children's room that are basically uh, just children's. So people, if they don't have a computer at home, can come to the library and log on and do uh, research and all? Oh, yes. We have Wi-Fi, so you can bring your own laptop, oh, or great. we have computers that you can uh, use anytime. You just sign up. When you're there, you need a library card, which is free. Mm-hmm. And you and we have printer with fax. Um, you can do just about everything you want at the library. There Terrific. are yeah, a lot of people who run their small businesses from the library. Is that right? Yeah, we have six public PCs, wireless throughout the building. We offer notary, fax, uh, uh, scanning, copying. So um, I had someone Skyping Japan in the meeting room yesterday, and then when they were done, we notarized the documents and faxed them over, and they closed their deal. And So the Pleasant Valley Library is a full-service uh, community institution. Oh, yes. And we're mm-hmm. looped for hearing um, people who have hearing, uh, are hearing impaired, I guess oh, is the okay. word I want to use. Yeah. That right. was actually a partnership with Rotary. Uh, some of Rotarian in Pleasant Valley was very dedicated to uh, assisting the hearing impaired, and right. they looped our meeting room for us for free, actually, That's so fabulous. that we could offer that. That's fabulous. And uh, Danielle Police of uh, the Pleasant Valley Library, the, uh, you're the chief librarian, the only librarian? The only librarian. Yeah. In most small towns, the budget only uh, affords one librarian, and that happens to be the director. So, give us the hours again at the Pleasant Valley Library. Oh, 10 in the morning till 8.30 at night, every night, except Fridays 1 to 6, and Saturdays 10 to 4. And um, besides obviously offering books uh, to check out from your own collection, there's something called the Mid-Hudson Library System. What's that all about and how does that work? Uh, one of the few things the state will pay for for libraries is the delivery system and the automated catalog. You can go to search.midhudsonlibraries.org, and that gives you access to the hundreds of thousands of items that are in the Mid-Hudson Library System catalog that we all trade back and forth. Every morning at 4 o'clock in the morning, the trucks start up in Claverack, and then they head all the way down to Putnam, the end of Putnam County, delivering uh, over 200,000 items a year uh, throughout the system. With the, It's like... One click on Amazon, one click on the catalog, and you've gotten the item within the week uh, to your local library. So if there's a particular book or a CD or a DVD that you want that may not be in the Pleasant Valley Library at that time, you can have it delivered. And is there a charge for that? Uh, no, I mean, the library has a charge for that, but okay. they don't pass it on to the patron. Um, in our case, we lend out three times more than we take in because we have uh, one of the most extensive popular collections in the system. Uh, so our patrons usually get what they need from us. But anyone anywhere uh, in the five counties can request anything that they see, and it will show up. Now, Bob Chapley of the uh, Friends of the Library System, you talked about some of these programs that, uh, that you've helped sponsor. Uh, what's, what are some of the programs or fundraisers you have coming up in April? And May. Well, April, we have the big book sale, April 10th through 12th at the Pleasant Valley Town Hall. 
because it's we don't have enough room at the library to, to um, present all the books. We have 20,000 books, used books, for sale. Um, nothing, in May, we don't have anything planned, but in June, we have the Mahjong Tournament, and we, will, we have an upcoming yard sale, which we also do at the town hall. And another book sale probably in November because the books keep coming in. And uh, all those going to be advertised on the library website, Danielle? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and we also use uh, Craigslist and booksalefinder.com. Yes. And yeah. And what's the website for the uh, library? PleasantValleyLibrary.org. Folks home, get a pencil and paper because Danielle will be sure to repeat that uh, before the end of the show. So um, talk, talk to us about a visit to the Pleasant Valley Library. Um, how does one get a library card? Well, one just has to provide proof that they live within the five counties. That's Dutchess, Columbia, Ulster, Putnam, and Greene County. Oh, so you don't have to actually be a resident of Pleasant Valley. No, the state divided uh, libraries into systems many okay. years ago. And uh, so we are part of the Mid-Hudson Library System by virtue of geography. And so you just have to live with in that area in order to get a card. Okay, and is there a charge for that? No, also, again, courtesy of the state. There are many rules and regulations that require what libraries can and cannot do, and so anyone is eligible to get a library card. They just need to provide proof of address, and that gives them access to everything the library offers. Such as? Such as when you first walk in the door, you'll be greeted with a smile, you'll be given a card, and at that moment you can decide whether you want to borrow right away, do you want to use the Internet. Uh, We have over 600 uh, uses of the library. regular PCs uh, every month. We have over 500 logons to the Wi-Fi system every month, so people are clearly using the computers and the internet. Um, We have uh, TV uh, series, uh, DVDs. Uh, Some people have canceled their Netflix accounts because of the library. They've canceled their cable TV because of the library. You don't need to spend money on that. We have all the TV shows that are available. Uh, You can uh, get music CDs. Uh, Some people no longer use iTunes. They just borrow the CDs uh, from the library. We have all the current popular music. Um, We have uh, books on CD, a lot of commuters. We lend out over 500 books on CD a month. Uh, You know, you don't, those are expensive items to purchase and you really don't need to do that. So they can listen to someone uh, narrating the book while they're driving, right? Yes, they can. Or they can, if they choose, if they like after they listen to Radio Rotary every week. After (laughs) they listen to Radio Rotary, they can also download the audio book to their iPod uh, and they can use it in the car that way too. Um, so and they can download ebooks as well. Um, we have, as um, as Barbara mentioned, the museum pass. Uh, we have two uh, because they go out all the time. So one actually was not enough. So don't pay to go to the museum. You can just borrow a pass from your local library. We lend out uh, for people who want to try the technology before they invest in it. We do lend out nooks, tablets. Now you have to explain what a nook is. A nook is uh, a uh, it's a tablet basically. This tablet one happens computer, to be a handheld yeah, computer. proprietary yeah. to um, the nook in this case is proprietary to Barnes and Noble whereas the Kindle is proprietary to Amazon. So it's one of those e-book readers. Mm-hmm. So you can try it. We have front-loaded onto it a number of e-books, so you can see if you enjoy the experience uh, before you go ahead and purchase one for yourself. Well, you know, uh, the fascinating thing about e-books to me is that um, I was very resistant to this. I mean, I like to feel the goods. I like mm-hmm. to turn the pages. To me, a book is a book is a book. book. And, of course, you know, the kids say, Pop, get into the 21st century. So they got me an e-book reader, all right? And I said, well, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And as you said, you download them, it costs you $12 or whatever it is. But I discovered through the Mid-Hudson Library System and my home library of Red Hook that not only can you download current books for free for a couple of weeks, but the classics you can download and keep much longer, things like Treasure Island and you know Robinson Crusoe, all these things I've been meaning to read my whole life. 
are now available in ebooks. Uh, what other kinds of things can you get on ebooks? Well, from the library. what you're mentioning is actually part of the Gutenberg project. Uh, there was a push, all these things that you no longer have copyright on uh, because they're older and the law no longer applies. Right. Uh, libraries have digitized and placed online so that anybody can get them for free. And uh, so we find that with ebooks, your experience, the reluctance to read an ebook is not uncommon. Comes what, with the gray hair. No, no, no. What studies <laughs> have actually shown is that uh, there was a big push when the technology was new and it was cool and everyone was doing it. But actually, ebook sales are kind of dropping off now as the, the techie person has experienced it, but then the reader comes to the fore and decides that they actually do provide the print. So libraries have straddled both worlds. They provide the ebook, but they also provide the print book as well. Uh, for so that way they can appeal. I often say, no matter what the new technology is, the library it doesn't subtract; it only adds. So first there were just print books, and you just had to buy two copies of the print book. Then they invented large print. Now you still have to get two copies of the print book. Now you have to buy the large print book. Then they came out with books on CD for the commuter. Now you have to get the print book, the large print book, and the book on CD. <laughs> then they turned it into a movie. Now you have to add the DVD, <laughs> and then they put it in ebook form. Jeez. Now you have to get the ebook. We subtracted nothing. All we did was. Keep Keep adding because it's not like the old way is going away. There are new readers and new exposures. So each technology is a benefit. It's Time not, out. Sorry, go for it. Technology. As, mm. as, as wonderful it is, it is scary. Real quick, we have a geek squad. Yes, we were able, <laughs> the Dutchess County Libraries banded together. Um, under Steinhouse, Dutchess County funding to libraries was slaughtered uh, and uh, really eliminated. So the libraries had to band together to think of a project that we could get the county to sponsor. And the Teen Geeks is how we did it. Yeah. Um, you know are, what? Mm -hmm. Pleasant Valley is very, very fortunate to have somebody with your energy, it, drive, and commitment. But just Both one minute. The Geek Squad does help, right? Oh, yes. By appointment, you can call your local library. Right. To help people who are afraid of technology, mm -hmm, basically. Mm -hmm. Well, you yeah. know what? We're going to have to have both of you back on the air because yeah. we're out of time, and there's obviously so much more that we could talk about. But we want to thank Daniela Police and Barb Shapley of the Pleasant Valley Library for everything they do to keep the community literate. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both. You're we wonderful. We can't live without you. It's Kathy, that simple. <laughs> we can't live without our sponsors, too. So who brings us Radio Rotary? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank & Trust, your local bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit us at salisburybank.com. And by the Rotary Clubs of Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern in Ulster, Walk Hill East, and Warwick Valley. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell will be back next week. Our producer, Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our engineer, Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Treeboss, so thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org. <laughs>